I'm Rebecca Vega, and this is My Sober Life. Welcome back to another episode of My Sober Life. Thank you for being here today. And let me start by apologizing because I completely forgot to post an episode last week. I don't know what else to say other than the world is bananas and everything is out of control. And even though I don't go anywhere and don't do anything, it just slips away. And my time seems to be very scheduled between work and my kids and my husband. So I forgot and I apologize for that. And in line with that, I'm going to keep this episode fairly short because some of that craziness hasn't abated. I think I mentioned this is the busiest time of year for the kind of work that I do, and that doesn't let up for about another six weeks. And then I start coaching again, and it's all going to be crazy pants. So I'm just going to try to do my best to continue to maintain my goal of posting one a week. But thank you in advance for your understanding and patience. So I wasn't sure what I was going to talk about on this episode, but last week, person I went to high school with had a birthday. And on Facebook, a mutual friend of ours shared a picture. There was a group of eight or nine of us from high school. We were all dressed up in like 70s outfits. We must have been going to a 70s themed dance. I know we were going to a dance and I don't know if it was a decades thing or if it was very strictly 70s, but we're all dressed up, lined up in front of the door and a friend's and it was just a fun memory. And I commented on it and saying, oh boy, that was a fun night. And it was a fun night. It was a really fun night. I, I drove that night and all of us fit in my tiny little crappy Subaru Legacy hatchback, my little grocery getter. I still don't know how all of them fit in that car. We must have had like five people in the hatch, four people in the mid seat, and then one person up front. I just remember having so much fun that night. I have very little concrete memories of exactly what happened or exactly when, but I just remember we had so much fun. And I think that's one of the things I want to make sure I touch on. I don't drink anymore. I discovered a lot of the reason I was drinking was to cope with feelings, but I did have a lot of fun at the same time. And I don't want it ever to seem like I am ashamed of those times and memories because for the most part, they were great. We had so much fun. I'm still friends with a lot of people that I partied with in my 20s and early 30s. And it doesn't change the fact that we had a blast at those times. I don't look back on that and be like, well, that would have been much better if I hadn't been drinking that night. It's just kind of a before and after for me. It's not a regretful thing. There were regretful things that happened. But as a whole, even though that was why I was drinking, it was fun. It really was. And I think it's important that I acknowledge that, that I did enjoy it. And why I ended up stopping really isn't a reflection on the majority of the experiences that I had growing up. So today I'm going to tell you a story about the first night I got drunk. And I had tasted alcohol before. I think I mentioned in the intro, you know, my dad used to give me the very dregs of his beers when I was little. And I was raised Catholic, so I had been tasting wine since second grade. But the first time I purposefully drank with the intent of getting drunk, I was 15 years old. And thank you to the internet, I can tell you the exact date. It was May 19th, 1995. My freshman year of high school was just ending or about to end. I can't remember where we were in the school year, but I was about to go to my first concert at Red Rocks Amphitheater. 
in Morrison, Colorado to see Big Head Todd and the monsters. Now, if you are from Colorado, which I'm pretty sure all of my listeners are still people who know me directly, so you've probably been here or lived here or grew up with me, you know it's the best venue in the country, arguably the world, the best place to see a concert, and that was my first one. Big Head Todd was huge at that time, and they were local. They're a local band, and so it just, I've seen them probably two dozen times since then, and they're still, every time, it still gets me. It's still that nostalgic feeling to take me back. But I had to beg my parents to let me go. Did I mention I grew up Catholic? They were very strict. They were very worried. I was going with two of my friends from grade school and one of my friend's older brother and his friends, and they were juniors. I still don't know how, why my parents let me go now that I'm thinking about it. Her parents must have gotten involved. I think they had to have intervened and and convinced my parents to let them go because my parents would not, were not inclined to say yes to that. But we went. My friend's brother had a white Jeep Cherokee, and I just thought it was the coolest car in the world. And we all rode up to Red Rocks. You used to be able to bring drinks in to Red Rocks. You can't do that anymore. So they had like one of those big igloo thermos with like the dispenser. I I always think of like lemonade at a party when I think of one of these things. It was full of fruit punch Kool-Aid. Once we got in, they added a bottle of Everclear, 150 proof, no messing around booze. And I was nervous. All that Catholic guilt was a little heavy on my shoulders. And my two friends had already been down this road and they looked at me like I was taking it way too seriously. And I was nervous. I had never done anything like this before. I had no idea how it was going to affect me. But then one of the older boys put his arm around my shoulder and gave me a little shake, told me to loosen up and reminded me that we're at Red Rocks. And so I took the cup and I took a little sip and, uh, It smelled terrible and tasted like awful, but in a good way. It tasted kind of like acid and sweetness and rebellion. So I took a bigger gulp and I remember just kind of like that twinge in the back of the jaw when you like get that like weird sweet and sour mix, like when you bite into a Sour Patch Kid. And I weighed maybe like a buck 20 at that time. I mean, I was only 15 And so that buzz went straight to my head. They all smiled encouragingly and my friends were like, finally. And of course, everybody had been looking at me, which made it that much worse. But then from there on out, you know, I was like, all right, I'm in. Let's do this. And then the night gets really choppy in my brain. (laughs) There's just huge chunks of time that I can't remember. They're just gone. But what I do remember is the feeling. We had an amazing time. And like I said, even though I've seen Big Head Todd and the Monsters a couple of dozen times since then, whenever I hear any of their music, their early records, I am instantly transported back to that night and the breath of summer playing on our skin and dancing and singing our hearts out, dropping inhibitions, picking up confidence, and forgetting to care what other people might think about me. I will always remember the feeling evoked from that night. It feels like freedom. Thank you so much for listening. Send me your questions and stories at mysoberlifepodcast at gmail.com. Stay safe, wash your hands, and I'll talk to you soon. Cheers. Cheers.